I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. I noticed you said technology podcast. Well... We are <laughs> intending to be a technology podcast still, sort but, but it is true that for the, the past 20 minutes of our live pre-show, we talked as much about buckets and whether the girth of a penis is measured by diameter or circumference. But we had a fantastic game of Guess That Hole this week. We I did. Th- I it think was it, was, it was honestly one of our best. One of our best. It, w- it was. Uh, only for me by the fact that I knew what the hole was. Because you had, a, a, or your wife, I should say, had a had a, a viral Reddit post uh, because you bought the wrong bucket. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that, uh, go and listen to the unedited version, or join us live each week and hear guess that hole, guess the hole as it happens, which is probably one of the best ways. However, for the remainder of the show, we are going to try and be a technology podcast, and we're going to start by talking about something the Guardian wrote this week, which is that millions of broadband and mobile phone customers are going to face rises of more than fourteen percent in their monthly bills from April, apparently. If you're wondering why we're talking about something like this, it's because there wasn't much else we wanted to talk about. (laughs) Um, The Guardian writes, BT, TalkTalk3 and Vodafone are among the big telecoms suppliers that are contractually allowed to raise their bills in line with the previous year's inflation rate, uh, which is measured by the Consumer Prices Index, which we talked about in uh, December, in addition to 3 to 3.9% on top of that. If the increases are passed on in full, as The Guardian writes that many experts expect it to, that would result in home broadband customers typically paying about £50 a year more. And it gets worse because mobile phone customers, if they're on expensive contracts, i.e. an iPhone or a latest Samsung, where the cost of the device is baked into the plan over two or three years, you may find that you could face rises of more than £100. Now, there's a lot of analysis in this story, and it's well worth reading on The Guardian. We'll link to the story in the show notes, of course. Ian had a slight... Um, uh, I, I was about to say a slight... Ej- <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> an, an exclamation, <laughs> rather, just now. Would you like to continue? Uh, well, only that that's a, that's a big raise for a, a year of broadband in a financial crisis and most people are going to have both because you'll have broadband and mobile most people most yes, people affected by this true. will have both so essentially we're saying on average 150 pound year, a year more i mean it's it it's a lot of money it is i i i also think when i and when i saw that you wanted to talk about this the first thing that came to my mind was you know what if these companies are going to raise their customer bills by 14 percent, then really before they should be allowed to do that they should show that they've raised staff wages by let's say a factor of that maybe half i think i'm gonna sidestep talking about that because (laughs) it's not relevant it's not relevant and it veers slightly too much into stuff I've been covering at Bloomberg recently. I think the key thing to focus on here is that this is something that affects, I mean, it's going to affect 
anyone listening to this podcast, for one thing. Yes. But the thing that made me um, really pause to think about this number is the number of subscriptions and contracts that a household may have. Because yes. I, well, we'll come to that in a minute as well. I personally have... Um, I have three mobile contracts, technically, because I have the one for my phone. I have another SIM, data SIM, in my iPad. And then I technically have a little add-on SIM for my Apple Watch. I also have broadband. So that's four things that's just to do with me that will increase. Mm. Kate also has a mobile bill. But most people have two of these. And in a household, you know, a a partnership with, say, a couple of kids of moderate age that might be a phone yes. each and it might well be yeah. and, and broadband each so there is a potential for this to be quite um significant which makes me want which is one of the reasons i wanted to talk about it because this will be happening from april it is currently january it may be in your interest to have a look and see if your tariff can be renewed and locked in now because yes. then you may possibly be exempt from some of these now, raises. now my my tariffs I believe are locked in, but that doesn't preclude them from increasing them on RPI, does it? Correct, that's correct. Huh. But but I have a feeling that it's actually not RPI either, is it? CPI. It's, CP, it's CPI, but I think it it depends on what you're like when you're signing that contract because you might not be hit by all of these percentages. You you yeah. might if you're within a certain period of your plan, you may be able to sidestep it. It, it all depends on the that's... provider and on the contract, obviously. But it's—I just feel like it might be worth looking at because potentially this could be a, a bit of a bit of a hit. Um, the other thing, though, is there are so many things where we've—we, I, th- I feel, we've been a little bit shafted by price rises. But mobile phones and broadband are so fundamentally important to most of us that I sort of wonder if people get as angry about it as they do when, say, their trains rise. Because I kind of feel that we get a, so much value and use out of them, and well, they are—it's it's, that's true. You're right. I can see what argument you're making there, but you—it it, it, just—I think—and I, I apologize because it does. There is an element of politics to this. It does feel like you can't win. You know, either you go into the office and your train is more expensive than it was last year, or you stay at home and work and your broadband is more expensive than last year. But you're going to have broadband anyway, so you might as well stay at home and work and I, just pay I, the increase. I mean, I'd, given that I my train costs about £20 a day to get into the city... Oh, uh, yeah, mine too. Um, my it's broadband ridiculous. costs about £35 a month for... A month. Oh, no, £40 Much cheaper. Pound a month for, you know, gigabit internet. And... You know, an increase of let's say fifteen percent um, of of that isn't even going to push it to fifty pounds, whereas ten fifteen percent on the train fee is over the course of a year a hell of a lot of money. They should let you email yourself to work. That would be much more cost effective. It would. Wouldn't I it? mean, sure, scientifically impossible, but cheaper. We could do away with trains completely. If you could email actual objects, we should work on that. Um. Charlotte says her broadband is twenty pa- twenty three a month and three mobile at six pounds a month, which is good, six good, pounds. good value. That's a that's a cracking. Va- I wouldn't change. I wouldn't rock that boat. That's pretty. But I, I would. I, I wouldn't anticipate being able to use three for anything useful. So you well, know. She, she says she owns her phone, and that's fair because I own my phone. Yeah, I own my-, my phone, but mine's eighteen quid a month. What and that's you- on a deal. What do you get? Because I get. What do I get? I get unlimited five G. 
uh, with tethering, unlimited minutes, unlimited calls, and I think I pay about £28. I get 100 gig, mate. For um, for that. And unlimited everything else. Interesting. Yeah, it's not a very good deal. But, I mean, it's all right. And actually, I, I've got, sort of got over myself a bit with it, really. I, partly because I don't travel into the office as much as I used to. Hmm. So it doesn't... So the, the not having unlimited data... And also, I signed a contract, which I said I wouldn't do. Because I, sort of, I always felt like, why sign a contract? But because I was signing up for broadband and mobile together... I did. I actually, it sort of kind of slipped my mind, but I did get a better price on both. Um, Ish. Captain Kremen says his bills are similar to Charlotte's, 25 and 7. Richard, of course, somehow managing to defeat everybody. Uh, on three business, it's £15 a month for unlimited everything. Yes, again, but if you've been to London on three, you'll know that you're paying for essentially nothing. I'm, I'm sure it's different for Richard where he is. Although I know Richard also has very great challenges with broadband <laughs> and things of that nature in his area. The other other thing is worth noting in our chat here, Mike and uh, Charlotte. Now, if I was if I was paranoid, which I'm not, I would probably increase it in paranoia because Mike says, I used to work in a building opposite Nate and three was very unreliable. And Charlotte says, I work in a building next to Nate's and it's fine. <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm surrounded by podcast listeners. Yes, it's, it's true. You are. Would you like to? And know I something? only work about one minute away from where you work. Do you want to know something fun that happened the other the other week? Yes. Uh, another listener, a patron, in fact, called Mike. Um, I went to a rather eccentric evening of yoga and cacao based meditation. That's oh, not geez. a that's not a joke. Uh, a very 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 niche thing in a warehouse type thing in the bottom end of Shoreditch one evening and right. there were only about 20, 20 25 people in there and I was sitting next to a podcast listener not that I knew at the time but I got a message the following day to ask if I was there and I wow. was I know isn't that absolutely isn't that absolutely crazy That's and crackers also absolutely amazing um yeah, well, it was. Uh, it was brilliant. It was also, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Mike. I apologise. It was Mark, not Mike. So hello right. to hello to hello to Mark. Um, yeah, mad. Anyway, back to um, back to mobile phones. Are you going to address your plan because of this? Who me? Yeah. Um, I can't. I'm I'm tied in now, so I don't know. I, I need to check and see whether it does increase. I know that they all say they can, but. It's quite uncommon if you're in a contracted period for them to increase it, um, I think. I think mm. it'll be fine. Um, would I like to renegotiate? Well, interestingly, Nate, I got an email uh, from a fibre provider saying, hey, we've fibred your area. So, of course, as you can imagine, <sighs> I, the, the blur of excitement from me was unimaginable. I and I, uh, I, You see, I said imagine, then I said unimaginable. It wasn't. It was very imaginable. God, so, it, your seat must have been moist with anticipation, mate. Uh, absolutely was checked in fact it was my old address um that oh. was probably going to be getting it i was gutted we're just not going to get fiber out here unless i do it myself i feel what a boot to the face absolutely it was livid um I bet so you were. i i've really got i'm gonna stay on virgin don't tell them this because i want to be able to shout at them and say i'm leaving um but i really am i've got nowhere else to go there's there's absolutely nothing comparable around here no of none of these small fiber companies 
BT is horrendous from what I'm told. So I'm just going to be stuck with them. Anyway, but it doesn't mean I can't have that argument or drop my pro- or drop my speed because realistically, I, I don't feel like I'd need 350 meg. I know you're, you know, luxuriating in one gig, but unless I can have, you know, one gig up, one gig down, I'm, I'm really, there's no point. I have one gig up and one gig down and I can guarantee it, it is... It's it's some yeah. kind of voodoo magic, brilliant. It's it's yeah, it's I mean, great. I would back everything up to something, f- you know, a way away mm. in the cloud. I have fifteen terabytes stored with Backblaze. Didn't take very long. How how much does your Backblaze uh, storage cost? That is a really good question. Um, let me just speak really while, while you're doing slowly that, while, while I. Well, while you're working it out yeah because i i've i've been thinking again because i'm it seems to be paying apple quite a lot of money on a monthly basis at the moment yes um and i was using tidal the other day which is my music streaming service of choice is it um and it makes it so difficult to download tracks and the download interface is so poor i was like i've kind of had enough of this now i like tidal the sound quality is excellent. That's not to say I think it's better than Apple, because I think Apple is Apple Music is very good. Um, but they also do charge you extra for Atmos, which Apple does not. Uh, so I did think maybe maybe I should get a, a combined subscription, but I don't like the way Apple does one. I feel like you should be able to pick the bits you want with Apple One. Well, you like, can. It's called well, you can't, Don't Get can Apple you? One. Well, all right, yeah, but you're, then you're going to pay more because if I go to Apple Music, so I'm paying for Apple TV Plus. Although I did get O2 did very kindly give me three months free, which I thought was rather good. That's that is the good thing about O2. Every now and then you just get an email going, "Hey, you can have this," and it seems to just be like a freebie. It's oh. quite good. Well, and it's actually useful stuff. Anyway, that to aside, answer, to fact, answer your previous question. Yes. Uh, $70 a year backblaze, but I have that for two different computers because I have it for my Mac and the PC. And is that just backups? That's that's unlimited unlimited storage. Uh, uh, and is this just a, it's it's a storage facility. It's not a it, you can't host anything on it. So no. for example, could you no. run a website from it? No. Okay, no. fine. No. It's pure it's not it's, like a it's pure a backup server as no. such. Right, fine. Well, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's good. It's very good. I, I, I recommend it highly. I have no connection to them. I do not benefit from telling you. Although, could I? Maybe. Yes, I, I wonder. A referral. You might have a referral code. Hmm. Start, okay. I'm going to start selling Govi lights. We'll, um, we'll come back to that. Um, well, I think it's it was worth us talking about this, even if it is a slightly dull topic, because it's very relevant, very, very timely, and hopefully it will benefit you by prompting you to have a look at your contracts and see if you can save some money. It's There are some cracking deals out there at the moment on 5G and, and broadband prices, because the market is so competitive. And um, you can get unlimited 5G for not that much money, and even you know a couple of hundred gigabytes, which for almost everyone is probably fine for, um, you know, in the region of about 20 quid so it might be worth having a little look um let us know if you've done just that by sending us an email hello at uktechshow.com right well the story i've picked this week is a bit us focused but it does feed back into what we've just talked about in terms of uh being charged a monthly 
fee for stuff a u.s company called mill has developed a food waste bin with wi-fi because of course uh the bin costs 45 pounds a month 40 sorry 45 dollars a month with a 33 dollar deposit the bin takes your waste food which it then dries and compresses uh, which is um not great because it's designed to save the environment but it needs electricity to do so um uh, in fact it needs apparently one kilowatt hour of electricity a day which they say is about six dollars a month now with u.s energy prices being quite a lot lower i think that's quite a lot of money you're not kidding yeah um but also food waste is better composted so you can do that at home i mean again it's easy for us to talk about this from a uk perspective because i don't think there are many councils that don't offer either an optional um garden waste disposal or um you know an included food waste disposal so in the uk if you're an american listening we have you know you have a little small caddy and you put your food waste in it and then you put it in a bigger bin that sits outside there are no real odors to be concerned about it's not a problem um and if it becomes one you can just chuck it outside anyway uh commenters on ours technica also pointed out that drying food waste is the worst possible idea um whilst it might make it less obnoxious to humans it also removes much of the properties that make food waste useful as compost uh the company's solution is to feed it to chickens which sounds pretty horrendous uh too uh, and as well as not not only does it dry out food using electricity uh it also then uses the postal service to move the waste food back uh to be distributed amongst farmers who who then give it to animals livestock do you know what this reminds me of what it, does that it is rem- it juicero juicero yeah juicero that thing or juicero whatever juicero yeah. yeah i mean this this was actually a story that i remember i think it was us i think it was bloomberg that basically open one of these things Took up that company down and that company's no longer around it was, but essentially it? that was it was like a unit like a kitchen top unit and you would buy um little packets pouches of fresh yeah. fruit which you would then insert into the thing it would press it and you would get juice out to the bottom but it was hundreds of dollars yeah and and you had to have a subscription to get the packets and if they went out of date it would refuse to squeeze them and the squeezing Although it was a very high pressure act of squeezing on behalf of the the, the unit, the demo that I know that my, one of my colleagues did was yeah. to just squeeze it by hand and show that it was just it was as fine. good, absolutely now, fine. Now here's the problem I have, and this is going to make me look like an idiot. So brace yourselves. <laughs> I actually quite like the, the the idea of that juice squeezing thing. I felt quite sad because. It's actually not a bad idea. I get that I get that it was a very overcomplicated, very expensive machine that probably didn't need to be like that. But imagine you could just have something like that that was done by hand, like a, a lever that you pull down that squeezes a, a package and, and gets the juice out. I kind of like the idea of it because it's there's an element of freshness to it you can see all the the fruit in the package and then when you squeeze it it's obviously you know you it's in one piece uh so it becomes quite a fresh product i don't know i didn't hate it and people who tried it said that it was quite tasty as i recall but anyway i mean obviously these solutions where you have to pay a monthly fee it has to stop it really does Uh, and it's just out of control this is optional, though. It is optional, um, but it, it 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 seems to exist in a world where 
these guys come up with ideas and they go to venture capitalists and the venture capitalists are like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea to rinse people of money every month. Here's a billion quid dollars, whatever, uh, develop it. You know, and it's like all of this is just stupid money, stupid money accumulated when it should be not accumulated. It should be taxed, is what I'm saying. The fact that p- people are passing around billions to each other just strikes me as ridiculous. And these ideas will keep coming until something's done about it. I did once see a robotic cat litter tray. Uh, I think it, those are great. CES or IFA or or MWC, one of those one of those places, which did seem like quite a good idea. You know, it could detect odors, it could detect warmth. It even had up, I think. I don't know if it's the one I saw or another one that it could actually tell, do some rudimentary detection on the on the composition of the feces as a way of determining the health of the animal in it. Um, yeah. I may have joked whether it worked on human waste, but the <laughs> inventor was Korean and didn't have great English, and I don't think he got the joke, and then I felt bad about it. But the product was, I thought, quite a good idea. Had a little well, it, robotic scoop. Well, you can buy those. Yeah, so basically it, it tumbles the... Um, the waste you know the 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 litter doesn't it and then it filters out the hard waste and if you've i mean cats don't like that do they they don't want waste so it's actually quite a nice idea yeah but you didn't have to pay per month for it right uh no it was a one-off it was a one-off uh it was a one-off purchase yeah i'm not optimistic about this product which is called mill i don't know if we've talked about it um uh, if we've actually said what what name it it is, and we'll include a link to all this in the show notes at uktechshow.com slash episodes or look in the mp3 description. Um, it does offer, I'm just looking at their website right now, it does offer personalised impact tracking. Well, you don't own your bin either. You have to basically, once you stop paying monthly for it, you have to give it back. Send your bin back. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm, 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 not, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. No. But... Food waste is a problem, though. You should do something about it. It creates a lot of methane, and that's bad. Uh, but if you recycle it properly, uh, and even I'm assuming Americans must have household recycling facilities where they can take rubbish to a, 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 a trash heap or whatever they refer to it as, and you know, and it's better do that, and then it gets used for compost, and uh, the methane can be captured and used for other things. It's a good idea. On their FAQ, there's a question yeah. here that says, what does the bin sound like when running? The answer is, mm. when the mill kitchen bin is running a dry and grind cycle, the fans sound like white noise and are about as loud as a dishwasher. If you Quite loud. If you put in bones, you might hear a quick loud snap. Every now and again, it might make a funny creak or groan as it mixes. I'm just not convinced. I, uh, and I mean, fair play t- for coming up with an idea and maybe it is the next best thing and we should save judgment until we've actually used it. But well, we're not going to use it because they're not going to last. They're going to go out of business within three years. I am a fan of kitchen gadgets in principle. Me too. Um, I have a, um, a really cool potato chopper, fully manual. Oh. It's not techie. Um, that Kate bought me about a year ago, and you simply place the tube uh, inside its little housing, and you push on a very large handle, which, like a Play-Doh factory-type machine, presses the potato through kind of a matrix of of, of, of thin knives, uh, and it comes out in nice, equal... Chopped. 
chopped bits. Yeah, and you can. Are, use... are those for chips or for uh, just chopping a potato to mash it? Uh, well, you can use it for both, but I use it mostly for chips. I have used it for, uh, pre pre mashing when I made some fish cakes the other day. But um, but also the good thing is you can change the 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 sort of the the knife thing that you get at the end and so you can get different sizes or different shapes which i think is great when i told my mum about how excited i was by this little chopper she says oh i've got one of those except that i call it a knife Mm. good on your mum that's uh but that's probably right i mean i don't object to these little uh, you know labor saving devices to be honest because sometimes it is quite annoying i have um uh, a a blender uh a, a thermomix uh, which is a very high-end blender, and apparently that can peel potatoes. You just put them in, and then it slowly turns them and peels them. I've so never tried new- it because it's so a waste many- of time. There's so many nutrients in the skin. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about for like if if I'm doing say mash or roast potatoes, you you know you I, still you would peel them no i would for roasts i would but no for for mash i leave the skin on i mean i, I will put no and i'm I'm fine with that i tend i often do mash with baby new potatoes uh and that obviously just leave them the skin in. and you're right yeah, mm. load, load of nutrients fancy but, um, fancy but again I, I i'm drawn back to this one kilowatt hour of electricity a day that just staggers me it's it is it is a lot of money. I mean, there are other things that we use more, but given that this is promoted as being like an environmental thing, it does seem a little bit short-sighted. Um, but who knows? Maybe this is the next big thing. Maybe we'll just be proven wrong, and that actually in the future we'll all have Wi-Fi connect- connected subscription-based <laughs> bins that heat yeah. and grind up our old bones and then put it into chickens. Um, I mean, chickens don't want to eat this stuff. Chickens want to eat insects and grass. Yeah, stop feeding chickens corn etc we probably need a new intro don't we for this show hang on i've got an idea here you're listening to text message the uk focused food podcast with me nate langson and And me ian morris what have you eaten today ian um i had um well this is shambolic in a way i had some toast for breakfast lovely and then i had a pot noodle oh that's not right guys i'm already bored there's very little I find more boring than talking about food on a tech podcast. So it, true, uh, and it's a very common. Um, John in the live chat has promoted an interesting-looking gadget that I will say looks like a, the kind of knife that you would use in a game for killing somebody with. Um, but it looks like it's an avocado slicer. Now I love an avocado. I probably get Me through too. an avocado every other day. We're talking about food again, Nate. What, what's going on? Well, we are, but we're also talking about a gadget. So mm, that sort of offsets it, maybe. I don't know. All right, forget it. Um, if you are planning on buying <laughs> an electrical bin that composts your bones, um, or the bones of <laughs> the people you your have... Your enemies. Yeah, exactly. Um, do let us know, obviously. Hello at thepolice.co.uk. <laughs> 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 um we'll we'll save our final judgment maybe they maybe they've maybe they're onto something and we'll all look as silly as the dragons who didn't invent invest in trunky back in the day um and let us know your thoughts hello at uk whoops the music's still on there hello <laughs> at uk tech show dot he fades the music up com smooth I want to thank some patrons, Ian, because they support us it. directly. And I've got to say, we we had some new joiners, Sean Katanak, Katanak, 
probably pronounced that wrong. My apologies. Michael Kalbeck. I wanted to point those two out. They're recent joiners. They are our two most recent patrons. And I don't know about you, but just from the names alone, they sound like incredibly handsome, successful yeah. people, don't they? Yep, definitely. The kind of people um, you'd 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 uh, you'd gonna carousel with, and just stare at because of their their just their their radiance. I think you might have taken it a bit far, if I'm honest. Well, put it this way, Ian, I could have gone much much further. But I won't. Thank you to everyone who's backing us, obviously. We've got some great listeners joining us live in uh, in the live show today. You can get the full version of the show every week, ad-free, listen live, get our back catalogue of Extra Message. Had an f- interesting one out uh, this week about... Um, wh- what did I do it on, Ian? Oh, ad. Uh, uh, re- it, uh, yeah, feedback. Yes, feedback. Things that you get chased with in your email after buying basically anything in the world. It's like being harassed, uh, just not quite as damaging. Um, you can get all of that and much more. Go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech. If you are one of those magnificent people, you're about to hear us go quite nostalgic as we talk about dictaphones and lots of other retro tech. And here it comes. <laughs> I absolutely loved the conversation we just had on our Patrons version. We talked about label makers and we talked about Tamagotchis and we talked about PowerPoint and all sorts of other stuff. So um, I do hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Go and get it at patreon.com forward slash UK tech. Feedback. Got a couple of things, but I just wanted to note something Raphael sent in. He says um, the chat on the chatbot thing was very funny and you should do that more. That refers to when we were talking about some AI stuff last week, wasn't it? And you and I acted out a little uh, scene-let from um, me talking to ChatGPT, which I enjoyed doing. I didn't listen to the final version, but did I have a robot voice? You didn't have a robot voice. Oh, Nate. Because who's got time to edit in a robot voice? I didn't. I had games to play and food to I eat. I don't know. I just thought, I literally thought it would be like adding a filter. It would have been, but I just thought it's not going to enhance the listening experience. It would have done. It would have made me sound like an AI, sort of. Well, it it may have, but that's in the past. Um, also in the past, things Tom Merritt's talked about on Daily Tech News Show this week, which includes... This week on Daily Tech News Show, Apple announced new chips, new laptops with those chips in them, and a new full-size HomePod, all without an actual product announcement event. What is Apple's new product announcement strategy? We talk about it. Plus, what we feel about TikTok these days, a new tech to help extend Moore's Law, and why Reed Hastings quit being Netflix's CEO. All that and much more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. The latter of which of those is a cracking lesson. They were all good. Um, but I'd really forgotten just how long Reed Hastings has been at, at Netflix. Yeah. Back well, in like, like 1997. 20 years or something, right? Yeah. yeah. And the rest. Um, the, the HomePod, I saw some wild theories um, from people on Reddit about the new HomePod. I mean, none of them can be true. But why did they bring back the big one? What's your take? Tell me now. Um, because they took it away because I don't think they I don't think it had the hardware they wanted it uh, they needed for it to support the future stuff they're doing with HomeKit so they took it back changed the chip added support for Matter and Thread and things and then brought it back and I think reduced the tweeters which if memory serves I learned from listening to DTNS went from 7 to 5 apparently I'm Um, interested should I buy one they're cheaper as well because they're not well if you factor in inflation they are well, you know the HomePod Mini, um, their price has risen in the UK. <laughs> How much is it? I don't know, but I remember seeing it as uh, one of the things we were going to talk about, but decided Do not to. Do you like the HomePod? 
I have four of them. I have one in this room uh, in the office. It's a big one. I have one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom, one in the living room. And I do like them, but the main reason I have so many of them is almost entirely to um, to, to uh, use Siri around the house. And it has thread in it, and most of our lighting supports thread or similar. Does, do you know if the Apple TV supports thread the new ones do yes the most but recent not the one. old ones no not they, the they can be used with with but but the most recent one does and the and um and uh, yeah it supports matter and thread see because i was just having a little think then and i was wondering well could i make use of that because actually if you think about it if you don't need the amplification and you already have like an amplifier or slash um, an amplified speaker you could just get apple tvs and put them around and use them but then they don't this series a bit more of a problem yeah well it's quite a lot of a problem since she can't hear you through the apple tv you can hear you through you the remote the but that's yeah. a bit pointless no i just like being able to ask her to do stuff although as we've seen earlier today uh, not always effective um well <laughs> thank you tom thank you everyone for listening do send us any thoughts you have and uh, if you're a patron go and listen to extra message because as ian says it's an absolute banger this week apparently i don't think i said it was an absolute banger it is but i, I didn't i don't think i said that no well maybe you should have anything else you want to add while the outro music plays yeah i mean i'll i'll do an extra message next week and it'll be an absolute corker 